Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church in Las Vegas, Nevada. This is Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N, and I thank you for joining us here on the program. Every week on the show, we always talk to just amazing men and women of God who have stepped out in healing and have stepped out and gotten results. And we bring them on the show, we talk to them and find out what goes on in their world and their mind and how they approach things. And uh, today's show is no exception. I'm excited to bring you this program. We are uh, continuing to roll along. We've, uh, again, had many awesome people. And on this show, I'm going to take a little different direction. Um, some of the people that um, we've interviewed in the past have been from parts all over the world, basically. The person joining me today is a young lady who has come out of our healing team here in Las Vegas and by way of California at the time. And joining me on the phone, she's going to share a little bit of her journey and what she's witnessed in stepping out and healing. So joining me on the phone, she is a minister uh, trained up here in Dominion Fire Church, uh, also starting some work in Dominion Bible Institute and unofficially in uh, what's called the DHT, the Divine Healing Technician, and uh, kind of shared some of that with uh, what I've learned with her as well. And uh, kind of uh, pushed her out into the field a little bit every once in a while. So uh, joining me on the phone is a, is a good friend, team member, and minister, Lilia Yep. Lily, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you? I'm doing very well, Lillian. Thank you for having me. So, so this is uh, this is our Lily. She was one of our first that uh, that joined the team, and she started training in with us. And then uh, uh, she's in Southern California now, and and getting all kind of uh, crazy stuff happening out there. So, Lily, what can what testimony uh, can you share with us in kind of some of the, pretty much the short time you've been doing this? You've seen some pretty wild stuff. So, uh, what testimony can you share with us? Such amazing things, things I'd never thought I'd see. The very first manifestation of God's power was when I recent that I thought that I thought I was really connected to and, and noted that it was it was not such a team effort, but just really the Holy Spirit was guiding me was when I first moved out here to California in April of this year, UCLA UFC Medical Center. Walked in with a life team that currently goes there and ministers to the sick, and there was a lady, you know, an elderly lady, about 60, between 65 and 75, right around there, and she was, she had a cane, she was sitting down, and the other life team members went up to her, and um, were explaining what it is that they do every Tuesday, they go and they, they pray for the sick, and this is what they do, and if she needs prayer, healing for me, and I was supposed to go just as and I said, you don't really have to pray. You can just stand back and watch, and you know, let let us know how you feel about it after after you after you you know after you visit with us. I said, all right. And I was, I really went hoping to see something. I really wasn't expecting to pray. I was like, what is this really all about? Let's see how it works outside of my comfort zone, outside of my hub, the people I know. And uh, the Holy Spirit graced me. Um, I I got. A word of knowledge, I guess, or something. I don't know how to, how to put that in, in better terms. But uh, as I was watching them speak to this lady, a little voice said to me, why are they taking so long? So to me, 
having more boldness and brains, I just walked right over to the lady and grabbed her by the hand, and and I and I told her, "Stand up! You already healed. Jesus already healed you. Get up." And she looked at me a little crazy, and uh, but she did. She she stood up and she walked. I go walk. You've been healed in Jesus' name, and she just walked. And without her cane, and at first she took a few steps, and I was, you know, I was guarding her just to make sure she didn't stumble. But by the third or fourth step, she was shooing me away, and in awe, her face was in awe. She was like, you don't understand, I couldn't walk without a cane. I'm like, well, you can now, Jesus healed you. And it was just this peace and this confidence. There was no second thought, there was no doubt, there was no guessing work. It wasn't anything to do with me. It was all him, and it was awesome, it was beautiful. And that led later that evening to um, her son being led to God that evening, and her husband knowing that God is real and, you know, giving him a word of knowledge about his life and his challenges. And it was a beautiful thing. Now, the, the one I, I kind of really want you to tell is one that you shared with us right away. Now, we, we have a little bit of a friendly competition on certain things because that's you know, just how we do it with our team. <laughs> and uh, I was making a big fuss about how... Um, with the topic of leg lengthening, that at my streak right now is about 25 in a row. So I'm pretty excited about that because it, it took me forever to figure out you know the first one, and ever since then it's been rolling, which is very common with, with things in healing. Now Lilia has to outdo me by not only uh, uh, taking on the leg lengthening, but straightening out one of the worst cases we've ever seen. Tell us what happened with that. Okay, so. A man by the name of Van, 16 years ago, he had a, been in an accident, a motor vehicle accident. His leg was twisted up over in his head, and he had a, a horrible limp. Um, 16 years ago, uh, they, they told him they needed to amputate his leg and that he would never walk again. So at that time, he was faced with the decision of either letting them amputate his leg or suffering, maybe getting gangrene and losing losing his life, and that evening he had a dream, he fell asleep, had a dream, and God uh, showed him that he, his leg, white fibers would grow out, and his leg would be lengthened, and, and he would, and he would walk again, just that white fibers would fix his leg, and he would be, he would be walking, so because of that dream that he had, God speaking to him, and he promised his daughter that he would walk again and did not get his leg amputated. However, because of that, his leg was twisted. It was His left leg was twisted to the left, almost horizontally, and it was about four inches shorter than his other leg, uh, you know, fully stretched out, four inches shorter. He had a, a large scar on his leg, like a, like a giant ass, and uh, walked with a hobble, a very, very noticeable bad hobble that affected his back. Uh, the first day I met him, he came to visit his daughter, him, I, I, I talked to him, I tried to speak to him about, about God. He, he was a Christian, um, but not, um, it just has a, a little slightly different twist on it, so I'm not really sure everything about it, but he self-proclaimed that he was a Christian. And so I spoke to him, and I was very cautious about how I approached the situation, because a lot of people aren't, even though they're Christian, they're not very open to healing. So I asked him what his, his beliefs and thoughts were on and he said, well, I don't really, I believe it's possible, but I really don't know what you mean. And I said, okay. And would you mind if I pray for you? And he said, well, usually I'm the person that prays for other people. And I said, all right, well, that's all right. And, and I chickened out, to be honest with you. My first prayer was just, you know, may all principalities fall. 
all principalities are working against you, may they fall, and I break them in Jesus' name, and, you know, I pray blessings on you, and I pray that nobody, you know, no more pain in your body, and I left it at that. I, I really just, it was a very soft prayer, and I just laid hands on him, and then uh, I scurried inside to um, Ulu with uh, the Dominion Fire team about healing, about teaching other people how to heal, mm-hmm. and at the moment I was, uh, Checking out, and so then something that that was going on in Las Vegas prompted me to to go pray for this man because I wanted to pray for him before they left. It was about eight o'clock at night, you know, seven or eight, right around there. And I walked outside. They're all sitting outside at a bonfire, and it was um, it was his daughter, his daughter's friend, his friend, Ben's friend, and myself. And so there's. There's all these people at the bonfire, and then it, it just dawned on me to ask him because I really hadn't asked him before. And you know, when you first meet somebody, you don't want to straightforward ask them what their disability is or what it is that's wrong with them. You know, that's kind of rude. But um, it just I was okay with it, and I was like, "Well," um, so I said, "Are your legs the same length?" I was just pretty bold about it, and um, to be honest with you, they'd been drinking since nine a.m. too. It was almost eight now. Or, Something like that, and the reason the reason I say that is because not to embarrass him or humiliate him in any way. They're you know visiting and on vacation, not for that reason, but to show you that the Holy Spirit works no matter what. He loves everybody, no matter what situation they're in or what condition they're in. Um, and so he was he was actually in very good spirits, and he yeah he he lifted up his legs and showed me both legs, and he showed me that the left leg leg was significantly shorter than the other. And he said, yeah, look look at this. Isn't this ridiculous, he said. Look at the difference in these in the length of these legs. Yeah, this one's way shorter. It's so weird. He's just uh, chuckling. And, you know, and I was like, okay. And again, that little that little nudge inside says, I can do this. That's easy. And <laughs> which was so funny because that's not something I would ever say. So I know it was the Holy Spirit prompting me. So I asked Sierra, one of the, my... my um, friend to move over. She was sitting right next to him and they're kind of all looking at me like, what are you doing? So I kneeled down in front of him and I grabbed both his ankles and I started commanding the leg and I didn't even want to say right leg or left leg because I didn't want to mess up. I just said leg. Then you the Holy Spirit would know what I was talking about. Leg, grow mm-hmm. right now in Jesus' name. And I said that about three or four times when I hear him say, you got to be kidding me. And then <laughs> I, looked out, I looked up at him and I, and I knew like, he's like, I'm not talking to you. And I knew I just kept <laughs> I just smirked and smiled, and I said, "I know." And I said, and I kept going, and I said, and I was shouting at this point. We were outdoors, and I was like, "Right now, in Jesus' name, leg grow!" And by the seventh or eighth one, it had grown. Uh, this was maybe maybe five minutes into it, not even that long. The leg grew out. His daughter, which uh, everybody there was an atheist or agnostic at best, uh, his daughter just started screaming and hollering, what are you doing? Oh, my God, stop, stop. You're going to make it grow too long. And she was just in tears, and she's wailing. I don't think she's ever seen anything like that in uh, any of them, really. Uh, me either, for that matter. It was just it was amazing. And, uh, you know, let grow in Jesus' name, and it grew out all the way. And then when she said, you're making it grow too much, I said, no, I'm not. And I said, right now, legs even out. And then they said, it's still crooked. And I said, legs straighten right now in Jesus' name. And it straightened, and it was done. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, that's awesome. Thank God. And I go, see? <laughs> I go, 
It's all about what he did. He loves you so much. And uh, he was in tears, and he's like, he, he just, he stood up, and then he sat down, and he checked his length, length and he kept sitting down and, and looking at his feet, making sure they were the right length, and stood up and sat down, and, and I go, God loves you. He already forgave you for everything, and he was just in tears. He goes, I know, and I knew I could ask him. I just didn't feel worthy, and it's okay, I go, you know. You never had anybody love on you like this, you know, love, and love, for you, love you enough to pray for you like this, and it's okay. You know, God loves you, and he, he's been working at this, and he had such a great attitude about the whole thing. His daughter was the one that was just like, I don't understand why this didn't happen sooner, and he's like, no, you know, it happens when it's supposed to happen, and, mm-hmm. and it does. Yeah, and you know, uh, listeners, what's really interesting about it too, just uh, kind of filling a couple blanks there, is that uh, here in Las Vegas we were doing a team training night and Lily was joining us on the internet through a software called Uvu and uh, she had witnessed, it's a video conference and she had witnessed one of our other team members, I believe praying for my son uh, who was not feeling well at the time and and that's what stirred up the boldness. So a couple things to note in this is number one is that, yeah, that's right, he felt, he bumped his head and he had like a lump on the back. So uh, someone prayed for that and the lump went away. So that was pretty cool. Um, but the thing was, is that sometimes, you know, we need each other. Don't forget in that to, to demonstrate that boldness because one person had the boldness to pray for my son. And in turn, it inspired, uh, inspired you to go out and, and actually do this. That's number one. Number two was, is that, you know, people say, oh, well, sin stops healing. Well, if these were a bunch of atheist agnostics, well, let's start with that. They were drinking at the same time, number two, which you know people would make a case about. And number three, in spite of that, your boldness overcame all of that and a pretty much a, a small revival broke out, as they call it. So, uh, so listeners, be aware of that, that uh, you know, just a little bit of boldness goes a long way. And you always hear, oh, revival's coming. I guess, guess what? Lily stepped up and, and made revival happen right there on the spot. So there's, there's a little bit of a different take on that if you really start you know, thinking it through and looking through that. So, um, but I, I think at last count, uh, Lily, you were telling me it was about, it was about four inches that that thing came out, four inches and crooked and it grew out and straightened. If I remember correctly. It was, he, this man is, um, when he was adult before he, he had an injury, he's about six foot two and it was about four inches, four, four inches shorter or five, it was all the way up to his calf, like right at the middle of his calf. Wow, that's so crazy. However that long is, and, and it grew out, and that night he, his daughter told me that he went home and his grandmother saw him walk in, and it, it was <laughs> the most amazing feeling that he said that he finally walked into his home like a, like a man, you know? He just felt so complete, and it was just such an awesome, awesome thing. I'm yeah. so glad that God showed his love and victory yeah. and listeners, to them and in that. Yeah, yeah, it's about bringing people back to wholeness. It's the ministry of reconciliation on many levels, I think, sometimes. So, um, but listeners, we are up against our first break. We're talking to Lilia Yep today, who is a uh, a minister and also has trained with Dominion Fire Church here in Las Vegas, now in Southern California, and uh, continuing ministering and continuing her studies as well. And she's on the phone with us today, sharing her story and her journey. When we come back, we're going to hear a little more about her after these awesome testimonies, and uh, we'll be back right after this here on. Heal the Sick Podcast. Don't nobody go nowhere. Thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick Podcast, presented by Dominion Fire Church. Our ministry is growing, and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support, and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. 
If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. And listeners, back on the Heal the Sick podcast, Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. I am the overseer of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada, which you are welcome to actually please visit us at uh, dominionfire.com on the web. And on that site, you can find all of the previous episodes of the Heal the Sick podcast in their entirety, including this one and all the previous ones. And uh, if you'll check those out, and not only that, please share with your friends and let's get the word out that, oh, God is alive and well, and he is still moving in power and a healing is real for today and every week we have demonstrations of it the evidence is overwhelming that uh god is indeed as good as we think he actually he's better than we think he is let's just leave it at that joining me on the phone today lilia yep she is a minister in the southern california area and she was also one of our original members of the dominion fire church healing team here in las vegas and uh, uh trained with us from uh, when we first started our operations out here and now again in southern california and in the first testimony, or excuse me, first segment, share testimonies of uh, the the leg lengthening. And, and as I said, we, we kind of have like a little bit of a friendly thing going on here because we were talking about leg lengthening. So I, I kind of hold the record in our group for the most, but she holds the record for the longest and most dramatic it's not a one. Competition, really. No, but we're having fun. We're having fun. It's, you know, it's it's. I tell everybody in ministry, you gotta have fun and enjoy yourself. You know, it's like faith like a child, and part of being a child is like playing like kids do. So, so listeners, don't get all freaked out. We're just playing and having a good time. So, but Lily is awesome. And um, on this segment, Lily, I would like for you to please tell the audience. Um, and before I even even cue up the question for you is that you've had a very unique experience coming from um, somewhat of a traditional and uh, non-traditional background with, with faith. So could you please share your background and experience and then tie in how um, that whole experience worked together with your family relationships? Yeah, absolutely. So growing up, I um, grew up very, very Catholic. Uh, I have family mem- on my mother's side. I have family members that are um, ordained Eucharistic ministers, and uh, we have the deacon over every weekend. And it's just a very, very Catholic, Catholic home. Um, and growing up, I was actually on route to. I would do catechism, and I was a PCD teacher, and I was. I, I, my, the very next step was to be a uh, Eucharistic minister. At the age of 18, I, uh, I started having, you know, a few, a few questions about, um, about the Bible being 18 and being, barely understanding really what my faith was. You know, because I didn't, I mean, I really didn't have a clue. It was just more of a tradition than it was, uh, knowledge and, uh, walking in it. So it was more like, this is just what you do. Um, so then when I, when I started actually questioning what it really was that I believed in, and I, and I started to speak to the, the church leaders, I spoke with the, with the priest at one of my, uh, at my church, 
And uh, he, now I realize, probably was having some struggles on his own uh, with his faith at that time, because why else would he tell me this? Uh, he told me, I asked him something ridiculous, like, why the dinosaurs not in the Bible? And his response to that was that the Bible isn't real. It's just a book of morals by which you live your life. That shattered my belief at the time, and I just said, you know what? Then what am I doing? This makes no sense. If the Bible isn't real, then what am I teaching? What am I, what am I doing here? You know, it really makes no sense. So then I started to look for truth in other places outside of that, and it was kind of an excuse at 18 to do whatever I wanted um, and not really... But, not, but always in the back of my head for the next 10 years, I knew that there was more than what, more to life than than what I was experiencing. Because a life without, without God, this, this wasn't fulfilling at all. It was, it was empty and void. And uh, 10, 13 years later, I started to really, um, God brought me to the desert, funny enough, and... Uh, and that's where I started to search for truth again. I started to search for happiness. I was just in such an unhappy place. And I really wanted to find out, you know, I thought back of when I was happiest. And it was it was at the age of 18 or right before that, before I lost my my kinship with God. Or I, so I thought, you know, because I'm so far, far away from, from, what I, from any belief or any religion or any, any faith practice at all. And so I started searching for that again, and I came across, uh, I wanted to go back to church, but not Catholic church. So then I went towards Christianity, because it seems closer. <laughs> Friends took me to, you know, a mega church, and uh, at that church, you know, um, I started going to Bible studies, and it was very light, and it, was, it wasn't the meat and the potatoes I was looking for. I felt it was the same stuff I was teaching third graders about what God's love, and I wanted to know more. I knew that there was more to know about God and, and how we relate to Him, and, and the people that I was around just weren't there yet. They weren't searching that. They were just, they were okay with just doing the motions and getting together and having dessert, and that's really not what I was looking for. Uh, and then by the grace of God, um, I met somebody, I met um, Lillian through his wife, and uh, I... I was led to their Bible study, and uh, at first I was I was very very skeptical. Actually, I had heard about uh, healing, and I, and I didn't believe in it. I thought it was you know I was like yeah whatever let's see I I I, I want to try it and it's going to be a, a bunch of hooligans. I don't I don't think it's going to work, but I'm going to go just because that year I had been hospitalized twice for high blood pressure. It was like one age six over. 156, or and that was the first time in 196 over 170. I don't know. It was just, it was up there. I, I don't know how I didn't have a heart attack. It was just racing. And there was no real reason for it. The medication I was taking wasn't working, and I just didn't want to live my whole life with an illness. I just, I, it didn't make any sense. It didn't seem right. And I just I refused to believe that that was going to be the case for me for the rest of my life. And I, and I was willing to try even the things I didn't believe. So I, and it, and it was Christian, and so I thought, well, maybe it's a Bible thing, maybe he'll still praying, you know, maybe I'll figure out what medicine, I don't know, I don't know what I thought, I didn't have a, I didn't have a real clue about it, I just went. And uh, we went through our Bible study, and the very first time we went through this Bible study, it was 
was nice. It was a little bit deeper than than the than the last Bible study. So I said, hey, this might be something worth worth coming back to. And then after it was over, it's like, hey, anybody have any healing needs? And I wanted to be the first. I wanted to see what this was all about. I go, yeah, if it's and if it doesn't work, I thought in my head, I'm out of here. And so, um, I had uh, Lillian pray for me, and lo and behold, uh, God works. <laughs> Who would have thought, huh? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and uh, so all, I had a lot of pain. My family suffers uh, genetically from arthritis, uh, or so they did, uh, because they do not anymore, or at least uh, I don't anymore. And... Uh, so no more pain in, in any of my joints, which is amazing. And that was the first thing to go in almost instantly. Uh, I think maybe it took, well, not, maybe five minutes at the most. And then, uh, because also, I didn't mention my high blood pressure until towards the end. Because I wanted to see, um, actually, he brought it up. Lillian, you brought it up. He said, what about your heart? What's going on with that? And then, so I mentioned the racing. My heart would, I would wake up every morning, my heart was just racing. So... Like if I had run a marathon, it was terrible. And uh, and he, you mentioned my heart, and then uh, we prayed on it. And I just, I just totally at that point, I was just so filled with the Holy Spirit. I was just so thankful for prayer, and I was just so thankful for God being in my life and trying to show me His love, you know. And it was so awesome. So I drove my forty-five minute drive home, and by the time I got home, my heart stopped racing, mm-hmm. and it was the most beautiful thing. And it hasn't raced since. And um, like I said, over a year now, and I've been completely fine. Haven't taken one pill. Not that I recommend that to anybody, but uh, as to your faith, and my faith was that I'm healed and I'm pure. And the next day I went to work, and I was thrilled. And mm-hmm. so that's that's how I got into it. And then I, I said, this is this is what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> and what's what's funny on the way is that uh, when we go out on calls, there's a couple. Lily went with me on that. We uh, you know trained hands on, actually did some of this stuff, and you know you you witnessed from the inside out in, in this case, then you saw it for other people and some of the results we got there. And then, you know, you took it on your own and then got, you're getting results now, uh, just crazy, ridiculous stuff. And as you told us in the first segment, but one thing that Lily and I chat about a lot when it comes up is, you know, cause we, we stay in contact, even though she's uh, in a different state now and we, we, um, compare notes and I help her as best I can with this stuff. Um, you had some experience a negative, I guess, experience with how your family on maybe both sides reacted to this, being that you were brought up in more traditional Catholic on one side and then kind of nothing on the other. So for people that are getting into this and that are ministering who have issues with a family, whether it be a spouse or uh, parents or whatever, what can you share as far as overcoming that and what did you deal with? It's such a difficult path, and that's the thing that I noticed when, I mean, I was in I was in the desert in Las Vegas, but I had you guys, and it was it was such a close community. It's so it's so important to be around like what like minded believers. It it gives you so much support, and and now that I'm here in California, to me, it's something isn't real until I share it with my family. It's just I'm so we we were brought up so closely that it, it makes it real once the family knows, and that's just how I feel about it. And so I understand having to share your beliefs with with people that you grew up with and that know you and that, you know, people that surround you throughout most of your life. And, and for them to see that change in you is, is really hard for them to accept. And on my on my mom's side, like I said, they're very, very legalistic. Or, they're, they're, I don't know. It's, it's, 
I'm not judging casting judgment. They're awesome. They're great people. But they just, uh, they have very many, like, beliefs about how things are and that's how they are and nothing can change that. And you have to have special teaching and you can't do anything uh, in the spirit world because, you know, it, it gets mixed in between tradition and uh, maybe a little myth. Uh, so it's like whatever whatever you pray for is going to come back on you. So you don't do that. And that was one of my fears for starting off because I, I grew up with that belief when you lay hands on somebody that something, something that's on them will attach to you. And it's just huge fear-mongering. Um, God already defeated all that, you know, in Jesus' name. And you don't have to fear that anymore. And so that's been one of the, the main things um, that I've had to deal with on my um, on the Catholic side, they're just a little bit, a little bit afraid of, of uh, I guess uh, the repercussions that would come from from praying for somebody instead of just focusing on on God's love and that He He has our back at all times. And on my father's side, it was a little bit different. It was they're agnostic at best. I mean, really more atheist than anything. And it's it's just more sarcasm, and uh, God doesn't really exist, and it's not real, and, you know, and just constant badgering on that. And, and it's, it's such a difficult thing to deal with when you're the only Christian in, in the household, or you're the only Christian in the family that believes that laying hands on, on the sick, and you know that it's real for a fact, but that, you know, you, you sound crazy to them. And I know how it sounds, and I know how it looks, but... It doesn't matter because it's real, and you just have to be so in love with your Jesus, and you just have to be, like, so in truth with that, that and know that that's the reality in your life, and to hold that as truth no matter what, and, not, and, and mm. seek out people that are like-minded, even on Facebook. I think I've, I've had a, a larger community now on, on Facebook with, with, uh, with healing, and it really helps. Yeah, definitely. The uh, the like-minded believer thing is huge because a lot of times in ministry, listeners, you got to be aware of this, that um, a lot of times there's going to be ministry members, team members, church friends, and, and uh, people in those circles that are actually going to probably end up being closer than some of your family is. So that's something you might want to be prepared for. Uh, another thought that came to mind was is that, you know, it's like nothing Jesus hasn't dealt with already. I mean, his his own brothers thought he was nuts. And it wasn't until after everything was all over and said and done with it that two of his brothers actually then made the Bible, James and Jude, if you track it you know, through uh, who they were. Um, so family is going to give you a hard time. It's just the way it is. Because in a lot of cases, you know, it's like I've heard people say, oh, I've changed your diaper. I'm not going to listen to you. <laughs> and it's if it's, yeah. uh, you know, a family member like that or if it's a contemporary family member, it's go ahead. I mean, even some of the people that, that you pray for that. OK, I'm going to tell you about um, about the men that I prayed for, that his life length. And he, he's also a Christian. And I thought, hey, finally, I'm going to, you know, he now sees our God and, and he's a Christian, too. And I'm going to have a like minded believer that I can talk to about. Oh, yay! I was so excited. And uh, I was amazed at his reaction. He, he was just like, uh, you're really extreme. And even though his life was lengthened, it was just kind of like, I'm I'm not ready to to be, you know, I don't really want to be around you because you're too extreme for me. And it's like, oh, bummer, you know? I really I really was hoping to, to have uh, more like-minded people. Yeah. I found a really great community in that area. 
uh, of a, another Christian church, I think it's called New Harvest, and they they just have a great a great team there, and and they were totally open to it. And so I think the the whole mountain was was uh, experiencing revival by the time I <laughs> I, I left there. <laughs> Yeah, so listeners, that's uh, it's a natural part of this whole being involved in ministry is that friend. You're gonna lose all, once you become Christian, you lose all your friends. It's just the way it goes. And then once you get into a ministry, that's you know, it's funny. It's called extreme when doing what you know, doing the things Jesus did is considered extreme. You know, what does that tell you about Christianity where it is currently? Um, but with that all said, is that this is going to happen? This is going to come up against you. And you know what? Like anything else, you press forward, and uh, you know God rewards those that diligent, diligently go after Him. So just uh, don't turn back. Just keep fighting it. Keep grinding it out, and it's uh, and and you'll see the fruit of it all come together. And uh, we are up against our actually we're over our break because we're having such a great conversation with Lily Yep, a, uh, a minister and a team member for Dominion Fire Church, telling about her background experience and some testimonies with us. When we come back, she's going to be sharing a little lesson about uh, what's on her heart these days, and I uh, find out where to reach her and uh, when we come back we'll be right on that segment so keep it locked here on the heal the sick podcast with million presentation of dominion fire church we'll be right back after this thank you for listening to the heal the sick podcast presented by dominion fire church our ministry is growing and we would like to ask you to grow along with us currently we are in need of financial support and we are asking friends listeners and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis if this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. And listeners, we have come to the end of the line, but we still got one segment to go. It is the final segment here of the Heal the Sick podcast. Here, a uh, presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Make sure you visit dominionfire.com and uh, please let everybody know that we are uh, we are out here and that God is healing people left and right. And uh, it, it's happening through the the hands and feet of people who are actually stepping out and doing it. And every week we 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 hear just the amazing stories, amazing men and women of God. And it's such a nice, uh, just such a nice discussion we always have. And uh, today is no exception. On the phone, Lilia Yep, a minister in Southern California, also uh, one of our originals here on the Dominion Fire Church team that we had. And uh, Lily has ministered with me, um, and I've shared uh, information and trained with her as well. And she's also getting into the area of um, JGLM materials with uh, DHT and Dominion Bible Institute. So the, the learning never stops. And with this, um, what we were talking about kind of on the break was the idea of learning, but learning how to be at peace with God, which is something that, you know, it says labor into rest, which is kind of what this is. So it, it does take effort Given that there's so much going on and so many things vying for your attention, so Lily, what have you? Uh, what can you share about learning how to be at peace with God? So true. I mean, with all these trials and tribulations, and um, you know, all this, 
uh, family backlash and just all the changes that have been going on in the last year for me personally. I'm, I really learned that sometimes you don't have a strong um, church background. Or, I mean, or, or you don't have a lot of support um, or like-minded people around you. So learning to like meditate and 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 really just be at peace with God, just really, and when I say meditate, I don't mean you just get your, I don't mean the hum or anything like that. What I'm, what I'm talking about is just to focus on, on God and really who He is and, and His love and what He already did for us. Because really at the end of the day, it's all about Him. And, and when you're filled up with Him, and you know, all, all of those negative things, all of that stress, it, it fades away, fades into the background, and eventually it just comes out. And to really just be in peace with him is something that I've really had to learn um, in the last year. And with work schedules getting uh, busier and busier and my drive time, I've just learned to turn off the radio and talk to God on the way to work. And it's such a long commute that it, it makes sense for me. And uh, the few minutes that I have to, to eat something, you know, I always make sure to, to be at peace with him, at least just for a few minutes a day. And it, and it makes such a difference. It brings you back to center, and it kind of, like, makes you regroup. Because it's such a hard, hard place to be when, when you're a believer, like what we believe in. And even most Christians that you meet are kind of, like, shy away from it or say, well, you know, you need an anointing, or, or they say, you know, but I don't have to pray the way you pray for it to get results. They don't get results, and... I don't want to hear it, and it's just like, okay, I'm not going to push what I believe on you, and that's fine. But you feel all this rejection, and you really just need to get centered and, and know that that you're already accepted and loved by God, and that's that's the main thing that we're all striving for, to be one with Him. And so, so the rest doesn't matter. You know, He's working in all other parts, and we just have to learn to be accepting it. And the best way to do that is just to be accepting of ourselves and our peaceful time with Him, you know? Make time for that is so important. So yeah. that's what I've been learning. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely an important thing, especially with you know it, it, even in ministry life, just with so many distractions, so many things to do, and so many things to handle. You know that there are days that go by where man, I didn't do any praying today, or I didn't spend any time with God today in in that sense, um, or you know I didn't read anything today. And it's very easy to kind of get sidetracked. So it's it's very important to not only have that that method that you use to be with God, because, you know, it can come in any way, um, but also to make sure you specifically go after it. So, so that's kind of huge. Um, Lily, if people would like to maybe contact you or find out more about you, is there any, um, Facebook, social media, email, anything you can share with us that they can contact you through? Sure. Um, they can Facebook me at Lilia Yep. Uh, it's just my name. It's spelled L-I-L-I-A, last name Y-E-P. You know, if anybody has any prayer requests or any need in Southern California, I, uh, I drive all the time. So in Inland Empire or Long Beach or L.A. or Orange County, I'm, I'm all for it. You know, I'd like to meet, meet like-minded people. So anybody listening, you're, you're welcome to contact me and, you know, see what we can do. Yeah, definitely. If you're in the uh, Southern California area, definitely reach out to Lily. And if you can't get a hold of her, make sure you uh, send us an email. You can also email us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com, and I will make sure that you get in contact with her. So she is uh, she's a very, very uh, 
powerful resource. I'm telling you, she's she's very good at this. I know I trained her, <laughs> but uh, this, so complimentary. Uh, very complimentary. Yes, yes, yes. But um, but seriously, folks, um, she is she's legit. She's the real deal. And uh, if if you have a healing need in the area, or you want to learn more of the stuff that we do here, and uh, and uh, want to step out in that. This is your person. She is again. She's legit. She's the real deal. I know. We've uh, yeah, totally. I'm I'm open to teaching or explaining or you know anything you you're not sure of. I'm I'm really open to anything. And I'm not stuffy or judgy, so you don't have to get all dressed up. Come as you are. <laughs> yeah, she's all right. We like her. She's all right. But uh, you're good people. Lily out there. So, um, <laughs> Lily, um, at this point of the segment, I'd like to ask our guests if they will please pray for our audience. And what I'd like to ask you to do is if you uh, would just say a general prayer for healing for any needs that are out there. If you pick up on any words of knowledge for any specific person or situation or prophetic word, anything like that, please feel free to let it rip. And uh, go ahead and pray for our audience to close our program today. Okay. I just want to. I just want to thank you, Million, for the opportunity to to be on your show and to speak to such a large audience. Um, thank you, Heavenly Father, right now for all of the people listening. We know that you love them and that you are here in, in presence with them. And, and right now, I want to I want to cast out cancer of every person listening. And cancer, I cast you out. Obesity. I break you. You have no authority in, in that person. You get out right now in Jesus' name. No more fear. No much fear. Cast you out. I break you in Jesus' name. No more fear over anyone listening right now. And all the chains that bind you just fall off right now in Jesus' name. I pray blessing and over all the ministry people listening right now. Everybody that's searching for provision, that's searching for members that's searching for a light at the end of the tunnel it's coming someone's heart God's there with you you have, you have someone walking right next to you and you don't even know it they'll, they'll show up soon you'll see I just want to thank God for allowing us to share his victory for for his love and just how humbled I am to be a part of it and I just want to say thank you and then even though we're not worthy we love you, God, and we're we are here, and we are willing to do whatever it is you want us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And listeners, again, Lily Yep, Southern California ministering out there in the area of healing, prophetic, all kind of good stuff. So make sure you uh, catch up with her whenever you get a chance. And also make sure you check out our website, dominionfire.com. Also, facebook.com slash dominionfire, twitter.com slash healingminister, which is my personal Twitter account where I get a little edgier than I normally do. So it's always a fun place to hang out as well. YouTube.com slash dominionfirechurch, Instagram.com. I believe it's dominionfire. I, I have so many of these social media accounts I lose track but uh, we're not that hard to find and just to Google search for Las Vegas Healing Ministry I believe that puts us right up at number one so that's another awesome thing that God has blessed us with so many ways to reach out to us and find us so please um, if you get healed or receive anything from any of these prayers you hear on the program, please let us know. We've gotten a couple reports back of those, which you can email us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com or through any of the other social media contacts as well. And listeners, today's program, uh, extra special to me because, uh, you know, 
working with Lily, I, I, I just, I know the heart, I know what she's like, and I'm just super excited to have her here today. And it's just been, uh, it's been fun just to, to have this conversation. So I thank you as always for being here on the program, for listening, hanging out and checking out what we do here. And, uh, please again, make sure you tell everybody you can about the program. And, uh, we will be here next time with you on the heal the sick podcast from dominion fire church million out. And as we always say here on the program, boom goes Yeshua. We'll see you next time. Thank you.